Hey, 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 and welcome to Hashtag The Chit Show. I'm Ashley Chitty, and I am so happy that you guys are here today. Are you ready to chit-chat about all the things, start having some real talk? If so, this is where it's at. I hope you guys are ready to come on this journey with me. Let's go. Hey, 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 guys. Ooh, it's been, it's been a week. I can't believe it. We're back from Disney and we had an amazing time and it felt right being there. If you listened to last week's episode about right and wrong, it felt completely right being there. And I'm so happy we did. I wanted to talk today about forgiveness. It's a hard one, right? Like, I don't know. It's been on my heart to like talk about forgiveness because it, I, I want this um, forgiveness episode to kind of lead into some of the things that I've had to go through uh, in my life and having to deal with forgiveness, a big forgiveness, um, being with my ex-husband and, um, you know, I think forgiveness is hard. It's hard to get there to forgive somebody. I think it's hard to forgive somebody uh, when you, you know, either you truly cared about them, you're really, you know, and you got hurt. But also just even if, if you're not married, like set marriage aside, forgiveness is a hard word and it's a strong word. And it's, I think sometimes feels like it should be done on the other person's That's just me and my hard-headedness, okay? I'm just going to put it out there. It's hard for me to say I'm sorry. I don't know why. I Because I, 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 I don't mind saying it. I have such a hard time with I'm sorry. And it bothers me. It even bothers me in the moment in saying it. And or thinking to myself, I probably should apologize. But this is going to be one of the hardest things that I have to do. When it was like maybe a little thing that happened, you know, that occurred. Why is it so hard? I don't know why I have, you know, such a hard time saying I'm sorry. Like two words, right? That's it. That's that's all we need to say. And I just don't say it. And I can hold a grudge. I mean, I can hold out to the cows come home. I've, man, and I've learned the hard way too, that it's just not the way to do it. It's really backfired on me some. And sometimes it was good. Most of the time it was bad because I'm really just bringing anxiety towards myself. I'm only hurting myself. The other person, do they really care about my grudge? No. I mean, again, I'm not that important. And I, I mean, why do I keep doing it to myself? But I am hard-headed in that way. I don't know if it's like the Gemini in me, so to speak, like the, you know, you do me wrong or you hurt me so badly, we're done. I'm, I have no issues with just being done, cut off. I may be hurt. I may be really, really hurt, which I mean, obviously it uh, hurt is what's fueling it, but I, I, I have no problem with just cutting you off. And I think that that's very hard too, because it doesn't need to happen all the time. I, I don't really need to cut people off. And I think that's where it comes in where I'm, I'm sorry, saying those words, I'm sorry, or how can we make this better? I, I've done that now. I'm better at it now than I was um, when I was in my 20s and early 30s um, and even mid 30s. I think um, 
I think I'm, I'm, I'm better at noticing it, recognizing where I need to stop, pause, take a breath and, you know, take a few steps back. Therapy has also helped me with that and knowing that I can have much of an anger, you know, issue with things and I'm quick to pop off at the mouth, so to speak. I'm very quick witted at that. Um, it helps me, but it also has hurt me in the past. I can't tell you how many times I have heard your mouth is going to get you in trouble. Oof. Boy, has it ever. And it's like, I'm trying to teach that to uh, my daughter now too, because that girl's going to be in a world of a hurt too. But you know, hey, I was the same way and I had to learn the hard way. My quick wit has been good for me in a lot of ways too. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. You know, I, I, I sub used to think that it was like, gosh, I think this is a bad thing that I just can't keep my mouth shut. Nah, not anymore. Cause now look, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a podcast, right? So I can't really keep my mouth shut now, but I do think that me saying I'm sorry and showing forgiveness is really hard for me. And, um, when I've had to go through the the, the tougher times where, uh, like, for instance, my dad and I had a falling out. I, you know, felt a certain way and I felt like I needed to hold out and wait for his apology. And also for, I felt like he should have been able to, like, come to me and say, you know, I'm sorry as well. We also are two different people where, again, I've said it before, I don't like confrontation. I'm just compassionate about my feelings. My dad avoids confrontation like the plague, you know, and um, do you think that you're one or the other? I, I feel like you can still be in the middle somewhere, but I think that some people are either, you know, compassionate, quote unquote, not confrontational or they very much, it makes them uncomfortable, don't like to have confrontation. I think one is not better than the other. I do like that I can speak my mind and speak up for what, like if it does make me feel uncomfortable, I have no problems with saying, that's not okay. Like what you're doing is not okay. Like I don't like this at all. But for me, if I can speak my mind and say what I mean and it not come out in a harsh way, for me, that's really I, that that's leaps and bounds. And I have come so far, but I want to be able to show that I am, quote unquote, compassionate about how I feel and that my feelings matter. So when I've had fallings out, for example, again, with my dad, it was this type of forgiveness uh, that I, I really needed him to know. And also, I needed him to reciprocate it. I, I, I need, and I needed to know that he forgave because we were both in the wrong. And it was just really hard to overcome with that because it's your dad, you know, and you put them on this pedestal and you have this certain feelings about things. And it really shouldn't have come to the head that it did, but it did. And here we are. We're better now. And I'm glad it's baby steps. And I'm glad we're here. But when I sometimes talk about the forgiveness that I had to give my ex-husband, that one is a tough one. That one, it's one that took me probably recently up to five years that I could honestly say without a doubt, I forgive you. I forgive you for all the things that you did to me. I forgive you for the way that you spoke to me. 
like, again, the scum under your shoe and nobody should have to be made to feel that way. And I forgive you for putting your hands on me. And I forgive you for not only the verbal, the mental and the physical abuse, saying those words out loud. Man, that was hard because there was a time where I said, I hate you so much, so, so much. Those are powerful words too. I, and I didn't say, I mean, of course I had said those words to him. He didn't care, but I had said those words to other people, how much I disliked him. Those are very powerful words for somebody to say, because you're hurting, right? I was hurting and hurting so much that I could not like somebody And I had every right to feel that way. And I had every right to say the things that I said when I said them, because that what I said doesn't compare to what he did, you know, and but forgiveness, it's it's really hard because for me, I have this anger within me that was like, you know, coming out because I wasn't dealing with the problem head on of what was happening in the relationship leading up to it then to the marriage. And then after the marriage, I wasn't really, you know, dealing with what was truly going on with me. So you're sitting here like almost pointing a finger, like they did these things to me. Yes, he did. He did these things to me, but here I am suffering because I need to fix me somehow, because I don't want to again, give him that power to over me ever again, but he's still holding on to me in a certain way because I'm still upset and angry about it. Y'all years, years of therapy, years of hard work on my part. And listen, I'm not perfect. There's times that I get triggered by things. I see things on TV. I hear things, certain words, a song, a time and a play. I was in the car just the other day and I heard a song and it's almost like a time warp. It took me back. Um, our radio station here in town, like plays like, you know, nineties, um, nineties, two thousands, uh, during lunchtime and a song come on. And I just was like automatically taken back to that time when I was with him. And man, I think I even sat there at the red light for longer than I should have. I think somebody honked their horn. And and then you guys, when they honked their horn, I got mad. I got mad. I was like, what? (laughs) What are you hogging your horn for? Like, it just brought this anger. And I was like, okay, like, let's calm down. But it's easy to get triggered by things. It's like that when you smell something, it just takes you right back to a certain time. That's where I was. I mean, I was just time warped. And it brings me back to some emotions that, you know, I'm probably always going to deal with. And I don't, I, I really, I don't want to keep dealing with them, but I know that I will get better with them. You know, it's, it's may seem weird to kind of compare this, you know, strange, but like analogy with, you know, like me working out pushups, you know, they don't stop being, you know, they're always going to be hard. I just get stronger. Pushups are always going to be harder. I'm just going to get stronger. They're always going to be there. So I kind of feel that way about this. I'm just going to get stronger. That time in my life was really hard, still is hard, but I can keep getting stronger that way that I can deal with it. I just have to use that to my advantage, right? I have to because I know I'm a better person, a stronger person because of all of the things that I've been through. So 
you know, when, when you, when you finally come to the realization that, um, you know, forgiveness is for you and not for the other person, it really is just this fresh air and this release that I just can't describe it. I hope if you're listening, you've done it because it does feel so good to let it go. I've had to do the same uh, with um, my, you know, uh, a stepdad, my my mom's previous marriage. Like I've had to do the same for him. I've had to forgive him. Um, it just is what it is, right? There's things that 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 never should have been, you know, said, happened, you know, lived through, done. You just have to forgive because nobody else is suffering but you, right? Nobody else is suffering but you. And when you suffer and then you suffer in silence, it just escalates. And before you know it, boom, you've just erupted and damage is done, like so done. And with my ex-husband, it wasn't like I needed an apology from him because let's be honest, I wasn't going to get it from him because, you know, when you're a narcissist and that's how you are, you're never going to get an apology from a narcissist, are you? Nope. Never. Nada. All the ends. Nope. Never. Nada. You're never going to get it. And it kind of just kind of goes in order. Narcissist. Nope. Never, nada. Like those things are just never going to happen. So when I was thinking to myself, he should be groveling for my forgiveness. He should be begging me for my forgiveness. Yeah, no, that's never going to happen. And I don't really care for it anymore. In the beginning I did. I don't care for it anymore because I would never want to hear from him. So it's those things that you have to say, I'm okay without somebody saying, I'm sorry, without the two words that are so hard to say. Nobody needs to say them. Kind of funny how it can come back around. Um, We don't always need an I'm sorry. And sometimes I feel like sorry is used as just another like word, like the and and. like saying I'm sorry. It truly needs to mean something for like you, you. It needs to come from a place for it to really mean something like deep, like I need you to mean it. So don't say it if you're not going to mean it. I'm trying to teach my kids that too. You know, and you don't have to say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, or I'm sorry this, or I'm sorry that. Like, stop using I'm sorry all the time. Just, you know, okay, I'll try my, I'll try better next time. Or okay, I'll listen next. I like, I'm sorry. As much as we want to hear that word, I don't want to hear it anymore. Isn't that weird? It's ironic that I feel that way about things. It's so funny what we want to hear sorry for and what we don't want to hear sorry for. I don't know. I just think that sometimes we don't realize that like you can forgive people without ever speaking to them again. And that that right there for my ex-husband was like so true. Like I can I can forgive them without speaking to them ever again. And I don't think that it's me holding a grudge because I never want to speak to them again. It's just a peace of mind. It is a peace of mind for me. So I don't, you know, if you don't, re- if, if I can just realize that I don't need, I can forgive them without ever speaking to them again. And it's not me holding a grudge. It's just my peace of mind. A-okay over here. I feel good about that. I feel good and strong about saying that. It's not me holding a grudge, although I can hold a grudge. And sometimes when I talk about it, I get all worked up, all fired up. I get all worked up and fired up now is because I feel sometimes in the moment in my marriage, I never did get worked up and fired up. Although I did fight back to get out of it, 
feel like I never really fought for myself, you know, and I should have. So when I speak about it, I get kind of ramped up and worked up. And it's because, you know, hey, here's my voice. Hear me roar. It's not my grudge I'm holding against you. I've forgiven you. Take that, boo. Do you. Like, same. Do me. I'm doing it because I'm better for it. And, you know, if you're living a life and you're doing fantastic, fantastic, great, great. Good for you. I'm doing the best I can do, too. You know, all that's all I want to do. But what I don't want it to do is roll over and keep spilling over into friendships, relationships, you know, my children, you know, those things, they're toxic. So again, to me, it feels like he still has a hold if I'm like letting it still get me all fired up. Um, But I use it as a teachable moment with me. You know, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you get fired up. You get that word out. You're not alone. I was in a domestic violent very, very, very violent um, relationship and the emotional abuse that took hold with the verbal and um, sometimes there was a lot of times where it was physical. Yeah, it um, it's hard. It's hard to get over and it's hard to move on and it's hard to trust again and it's hard to see, you know, good in people. But I'm a good person, and I know that, even though I was told that I wasn't. I am a good person. And you're not alone out there. You know, reach out and get that help because I'm so glad that I had the supportive family and friends that I did. You know, those ones that really told you for years. And when I say years, I mean years. That this is not good. You need to get out. And you didn't listen to the ones that stood by me. Man, I can't thank them enough. And also just for the Lord, like I give him all the glory, pushing me through, helping me through. He knew I was going to get through it. And I mean, I, I just have to thank him as well, because it was by the grace of God that I did get out and he helped me turn things, turn things around in a positive way. I really had to dig deep and I found myself once again. I found myself once again through him, through Christ, but also through the work that I did within me. And I'm, I'm just so much better for it. And I want to teach my daughter, you know, walk with that head held high, girlfriend. You know, you are loved and you are amazing. Don't let anybody tell you any different. It's one of those things like when you hear, you know, you can be, you can get knocked down, right? But We don't belong down there, so we're going to get back up, right? We need to get back up. Nobody belongs on the floor. Nobody. And you can be made to feel that way. Somebody is, if they make you feel that way, just know it's not how you should feel. And they're not right. And you need to get back up because we can always get back up and get back on our feet because we're always in control of us and how we handle things and how we deal with things. We have choices and I made a choice to be a better person and I'm happy that I did, man. And I have no regrets. I will leave saying this. I have absolutely no regrets of how my life has gone. I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be with my husband today. I wouldn't still have the friends that I have today. I am grateful to everybody who has stood by me with those Trials and tribulations, and I just would not be where I'm at. I had to go through those things. 
to get to where I'm at today. So keep pushing and keep moving forward because you'll get there. It may be hard. God, it may be hard. It may be feel like you are in an uphill climb that you are never going to get out of. Your feet are in quicksand and you are never going to get above it. Drowning. I mean, you couldn't wave for a lifeguard like fast enough. You'll get there. Trust me, you will get there. I promise you, you will get there. Just keep trying. And I love you for it. And I'm here for you. And if you ever need anything, reach out. Reach out to a a family, a friend. Find a shelter. Find somewhere near that you can go to to a safe space, a church, a pastor. Just know that you're loved. And know that forgiveness comes with you and it starts with you. And it will always make you feel better if you could just, we have to release these things. I, I firmly believe that we just have to release them. And then afterwards you do with what you, how you feel, you know, you do you. Thank you so much for listening today. If you love today's episode, I'd love for you to share it on your social media with your friends and family. You can also find me on Instagram at hashtag chit show. Most importantly, if you want to keep listening in, just hit that fancy subscribe button because I know you're not going to want to miss out on hashtag chit show.